Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, hi. I'm Satya Santanam from Mint's personal finance team. Have you heard about the business cycle funds in India? These are the thematic mutual funds which try to focus on riding business cycles through allocation between sectors and stocks at different stages of business cycles. In this episode, let's understand the investment philosophy of business cycle funds. how they are different from other diversified categories of schemes their past performance and the reason for higher fund management fee these schemes charge we have with us vishal davan founder and ceo of plan ahead wealth advisors let's invite him hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Hello Vishal thank you so much for joining us today welcome to why not mint money Thank you for having me Satya Thanks Vishal let's start with what business cycle funds in India do what do they target So essentially the uh, you know the belief has always been that economies go through multiple cycles so there are times when they are going through a a growth cycle there are times when they're going through a bit of a contraction there are times where they're just in a steady state so what a business cycle fund really tries to do is tries to identify which sectors of the economy are going through which phase at a particular point in time and then tries to you know move the monies and buy stocks in those specific sectors that could be going through a growth cycle and therefore benefit from the same what would be the investment uh, philosophy of a business cycle fund so do they first select the sectors and then go for the individual stocks within their sectors so it tends to be largely a top down sort of approach that gets taken uh, because what you do is you look for what sectors will benefit in an economy as a result of a certain um, stage of what's happening in the economy itself uh for example if you look at uh, uh the cycle that we are in today you okay. might find that there is very clearly a movement happening towards credit growth coming back in the economy and if you expect that credit growth will start to come back because uh demand for money will increase as companies start to you know expand capacities look at uh, you know their businesses in an expansion mode you could find that uh you know if you took a top down view you would want to go to maybe the banking sector as a result and therefore what ends up happening is you end up trying to take advantage of a cycle which could benefit as a result of what is happening in the economy and then within that sector once you've identified that this is probably a growth sector in there you then try to identify which are the companies which are best positioned to take advantage of this opportunity uh vishal i'm just wondering even other diversified mutual fund categories such as flexi cap uh, will also look at macros and business cycles uh, before investing in any company uh, how different are business cycle funds and how successful are they in india in identifying the cycles right in the past so it is fairly early days with business cycle funds in india because most of them don't have very long track records yet but i think what one needs to keep in mind is that uh, there is a very large a uh, set of investor monies which are invested in both flexi cap funds as well as multi cap funds where essentially fund managers have complete flexibility to decide on where exactly they want the money to be invested sure. and very often there could be fund managers who are doing similar things 
in a business cycle fund and an uh, flexi cap or multi cap fund because they have the flexibility over there as well to be able to make this happen we think that typically any sort of approach that is taken which is top down with investing will tend to look at business cycle as a very important part of the decision making process and therefore this overlap is a very natural process uh in fact even if you do bottom up stop picking and you look at you know what's happening in a particular business ultimately you will get to understanding what's the outlook for the sector before you make the decision to allocate your capital there and therefore we see this very significant overlap we think that is likely to happen between a business cycle uh category of a fund versus a flexi cap or multi cap fund as well understand so you're saying there could be some uh, similarities and the overlap between these two funds what could be something different when compared to a diversified mutual fund what could be something different in business cycle fund so what could happen in a business cycle fund is that you know i'm just going to use the flexi cap category as a as the closest category to benchmark against because in a flexi cap fund there are no restrictions that fund managers have in terms of how much to allocate to different market capitalizations so they can allocate as much as they want to large caps as much as they want to mid caps as much as they want to small caps without any restriction because that's the mandate given by the investor to them saying that go wherever you want to go what could happen when you're picking a business cycle fund is that because you're doing a top down approach to investing very often you could end up having a more concentrated approach that ends up happening uh, to a certain extent in a particular sector because you may feel that within all the sectors in the economy these four five six sectors are the most likely beneficiaries of the current state of the business cycle in contrast when you're doing bottom up stock picking which happens a lot of times with flexi cap funds you could end up finding that you could be uh, having many many more sectors in your portfolio because of the fact that there could be one or two opportunities in different sectors which you may still find are very very attractive Understood. to invest in and therefore you sort of make the decision in that manner understand now we compared with the diversified mutual fund uh, category now uh, what about sectoral funds there are a lot of sectoral funds also that are in existence like uh, infrastructure funds uh, banking and psu funds so what is the difference between a business cycle fund and taking exposure to a sectoral fund how does it make a difference to an investor so satya those are go- both great examples of you know different sort of fund categories in our view that you gave examples of so our view is that uh, you know a infrastructure fund for example is actually a thematic fund because it doesn't focus on one sector only it could have multiple components in it including construction including real estate uh, and a lot of other sectors as well while a banking fund in all probability will be focused very very strongly on a particular sector though it could have sub sectors within it for example you could have uh, psu banks private banks you could have nbfcs you could have maybe some of the uh, banking funds run uh, insurance companies uh, brokerages etc in their portfolio as well but in general the difference in approaches at a sectoral fund will tend to be much much narrower in terms of the sector that it's operating in and therefore its entire performance is driven by only the performance of that one sector in the case of a thematic fund like infrastructure 
while there is a broad umbrella which has which creates similarity uh, you will find that there is variations of sectors within it for example even within infrastructure you will find there are pure infrastructure funds which invest only in uh, businesses excluding those businesses which are financing infrastructure while you could have broadly a little more diversified infrastructure funds which also have banking because of the fact that they could be uh, you know supporting infrastructure financing for example in contrast a business cycle fund will be much more diversified and therefore what is likely to happen in a business cycle fund is that you are effectively moving the decision making to a fund manager who is probably better equipped than you are to do two things one is identify an entry point into a sector and therefore the right kind of stocks within that sector that has been identified and the second is also identify the right exit points because the moment you are getting into anything which is linked to a cycle you will need to get both your entries and exits right and not just one point Absolutely. in the case of a sectoral fund the challenge is different because you're playing that job very often you will get into a sector when there's very strong past performance that may actually be a an absolutely wrong time to do that we've seen that happen in the more recent past with say for example technology uh, last year you had a lot of people putting money into technology funds uh, you know a lot of those funds have got hit very hard today so i think uh, you're in a better position on a risk adjusted basis if you go in and allow the fund manager to make that decision by going to a business cycle fund rather than a sectoral fund understand uh, so before trying to understand how the business cycle funds in india have performed so could you tell uh, to what extent one can take exposure to the business cycle funds in india if so should it be part of the core portfolio or should it be part of the satellite portfolio of an investor so like i mentioned earlier there's a fairly limited track record of this category itself because um, you know most of the funds in the space are relatively new and therefore you haven't really seen um, you know multiple cycles that the fund has gone through and clearly in a business cycle fund a large part of the value that is coming through is through being able to correctly identify uh, you know the entry point and exit points from the respective cycles so to that extent i would say that uh, you know at this point of time it is going to be uh, a decision that an investor will take which will be based on on a little bit of faith and not necessarily on the basis of a track record okay. uh, which will exist there uh, the moment you are taking decisions based on faith and belief saying that you know fund managers because they have got other decisions right over multiple cycles will also do a good job in business cycle funds uh, you would automatically come to the conclusion that the allocation that i will make will have to be a relatively smaller allocation of my portfolio because that it isn't a time tested category that you're getting into and therefore you would want to cap your exposure uh, you know at any point to not more than 10% to this category and within uh, this as well uh, it definitely cannot become a part of your core portfolio because ultimately what's going to happen is that if the actual performance of business cycle funds uh, tends to be you know not at the same level as what a flexi cap fund for example has delivered uh, you may decide that you want to exit this as a strategy itself because you don't think that the promise that has been made has been delivered in in the real world 
Absolutely. So just like any other equity fund, even in this, you know, for the business cycles to mature and, you know, for that to deliver good returns, the investors have to stay invested for a long term. Right. At least. For Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, the moment you're talking about cycles, cycles tend to be between three and five years long. And therefore, the, before you're getting in, you have to be sure that, uh, you know, you are not going to be tracking monthly returns and quarterly returns and trying to identify whether the promise is being lived up to. I think before you come in there, you have to be absolutely clear that this is a part of my portfolio that I'm committing out for the next three to five years. I'm going to see how the fund manager actually delivers to the promise. And of course, you know, at the end of that five-year period, if I find that that performance has not come through, I could make a decision to make an exit because it's a part of my satellite portfolio. Understand. Vishal, you said that uh, if somebody wants to enter into business cycle funds, they could do so based on the faith that they have on the fund manager. And not, uh, that's because these funds don't have a good track record. In the Indian mutual fund industry, what are the funds or the what are the mutual fund houses that you think uh, are fairly placed at this moment in the business cycle fund thing? So I think what happens in here is that... Um, the way to approach this um, is that, you know, there are a few fund houses only that have a presence in the space. Obviously, LNT is the one that has the longest sort of track record in the right. space that's available. And um, ICSA is the one that has a more recent sort of track record. So I think you would tend to believe that you would either go with players who have longer track records or with more recent track records that are better. Though I think, like I mentioned earlier, it's a fairly... Um, uh, relatively untested space and therefore you would want to be very very aware that uh, it is a it is a strong conviction that you are running on the fund manager when you make this decision or on the fund house process when you make this decision rather than a track record that you're going by do you want to any name one fund that you have strong conviction on so i would say that uh, you know if investors are looking at this um, i would tend to believe that maybe ICSA could be an option that investors could consider. Uh, but again, you know, like I said, the limitation of a track record means that you could be, uh, you know, trying to make a judgment on a on a on a fund like you, you know, watch a movie for the first 15 minutes and figure out whether it's going to be a, a good movie or not at the end of two and a half or three hours. Fair enough, understand, sure. So, uh, coming to the performance of these business cycle funds, uh, we've run how the business cycle funds have performed since their inception. Clearly, most funds, uh, there are about five to six funds, business cycle funds in India, most of these funds have underperformed their benchmark since their inception. And uh, even when we look at the expense ratio, the expense ratio of these funds uh, have been slightly higher than the expense ratio of diversified uh, mutual funds in India. So, for the higher risk that investors are taking uh, to invest in these business cycle funds, uh, last one question, do you think it's commensurate, uh, the return from these uh, funds will be commensurate enough for the risk that they are taking and also the higher cost that they are paying? So I'll address the cost question first. So I think uh, one of the advantages that investors get by default when they go to, you know, diversified funds is that most of them are now fairly large and therefore they get the benefits of economies of scale, uh, which get passed on to investors. And therefore, by default, many of these funds 
will be among the lower cost funds that are available on the active uh, you know management side the diversified mutual uh, funds right the diversified mutual funds okay. that's right and therefore by default you are competing against a lower cost alternative when you are likely to go into a business cycle fund unless the category itself becomes so large that the and, and you know there are clear outperformers that emerge over at least one or two business cycles where a lot of investors take money and add in there so the aums become large enough to be able to bring down cost substantially as well Makes so sense. i think the cost uh, you know challenge is going to continue to be there for investors in this sort of a category because the fund sizes and aums are relatively going to be smaller as far as the uh, decision on uh, you know whether one should take that extra bit of risk especially with the track record that you mentioned where uh, you know there is no clear evidence of either index or benchmark outperformance or even outperformance against flexi cap funds where fund managers have the ability to move wherever they want to move in that in the absence of that it is clearly a higher risk bet and therefore the way we look at it is that investors need to look at this as saying that if i was looking at uh potentially sectoral alternatives or thematic alternatives am i willing to replace that sectoral or thematic alternative with something like this where uh you know the risks may be uh, potentially relatively lesser and also the cost differential may not be that different because again sectoral funds and thematic funds do not tend to be very large and therefore the expenses there also tend to be a little on the higher side and and therefore the the way we look at this is a business cycle fund is not a replacement for a diversified equity fund or a flexi cap fund it is probably a replacement that can be considered for a thematic or sectoral option and therefore that may be the way to approach this when you are constructing your portfolio very valid point vishal thank you so much this has been really helpful for all of us um, thanks for joining us today It's a pleasure being here Satya thank you for having me thank you That's all for now in this episode listeners if you have any queries or suggestions you can reach out to me on twitter my handle is @satyasontanam s a t y a s o n t a n a m or you can also write to us at mintmoney@livemint.com bye bye This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.